every morning, Arabile Gomede and Nastasia Arensa on Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. Alexander Forbes Investments launched the 2019 Global Asset Management Trends, outlining the key themes and trends that investors need to explore. Now, there's things from smart bait, alternative investments, risk management, sustainability, big data, and of course, technology in China as well are disruptors uh, in international asset management. Uh, Also, the most uh, dominant themes as well impacting investors for this year. So let's look out to the rest of this year. What are the key sort of six uh, major trends shaping future investment decisions. We chat to Janina Slowski, Principal Investment Consultant at Alexander Forbes Investments, who joins me in studio. Janina, thank you so much for the time. The significance is now that you have to keep abreast of the six trends. It's not just about notifying and knowing which ones they are, right? That's right. And in fact, we are at an extremely interesting time for investments because the last 10 years since the global financial crisis has been a very strange time, mm. very low volatility. You're almost guaranteed to get positive returns, yeah. borrow cheap and put it into the market. That's changing. So that's the major reason why we're talking about disruptors. Going forward, we think that the passive trend will definitely continue as it has for the last 10 years, but it has to get smarter. When markets start being volatile, you can't stay vanilla passive yes. because going down is not as nice as it so, is so going you're up. So the era of passive investment is sort of dwindling or, or waning? No, no, growing in lots of strength. Okay. And essentially, we've had a long period where active managers struggled. So uh, investors were saying, why should I pay active fees yes. when I can just go into passive, cheap, and go up on the upside? But obviously, as soon as markets go sideways, that doesn't quite hold. So you yeah. start needing to be, you know, let's find some active element. Mm. And that's where smart beta comes in. Because there you can have an element of active, but still pay very low fees versus traditional active management. Yeah. We also note... Uh, alternative investments. Let's talk firstly about what is that? And, you know, are people sort of running out of alternative investments because alternatives end up becoming mainstream investments? Well, your traditional alternatives will be in the unlisted space. So there you're talking big investments like infrastructure and renewable energy and so on. So that's definitely not mainstream for your average investor who needs liquid assets, doesn't necessarily have a long-term investment frame. Mm. Um, For your largest investors in the world, for your defined benefit funds, sovereign wealth funds, endowments, they're very long-term investors, so they can afford to go into those. But we do expect over the next 10 years to these to become more and more accessible to even retail investors because they'll be packaged in a way that gives some level of liquidity. We almost call it a barbell strategy that we think some will go for the pure passive, uh, cheap in terms of listed assets, but then they'll be looking for real alpha and real active management alpha in terms of unlisted and alternatives. Mm. All right, let's talk about the third one as well, risk management to increase in value add and sophistication. So uh, managing your risks now is going to be very significant in a time where the turbulence is now coming, right? The volatility is now building up. That's right. And again, global financial crisis created a lot of surprises for investors. Things happened in their portfolios they didn't expect. So there's been a lot of sophistication growing within risk management in the last 10 years. Obviously, regulators have changed their stance substantially, but so have investors. So investors are looking for asset managers who better understand their risk and it can implement risk management in a way that can give better risk-adjusted returns. And obviously, understanding risk by risk appetites, allegations mm. to uh, passives, alternatives, etc. as well. But really seeing risk management starting to add value as opposed to being a necessary evil. Mm. 
The other, the other three then elements, sustainable investing to gain momentum, as you say, big data. You know, we've had that discussion for quite some time, but it continues to still stay in the foreground. And then China still being a disruptor in international asset management. Yeah, so quick comment on each of them. Sustainable investing, we believe to some extent, has been tick box in the past. Mm. That's changing. Regulators and investors are asking more of asset managers to be more responsible and especially moving into the alternative space to actually make impact investing as opposed to just responsible investing. Uh, Big data definitely will change the way that asset managers are managed and the way they interact with their customers and robo-advice and so on will definitely come to the fore. But also in terms of enhanced uh, portfolio management, that you can actually get better data sources and better analytics and to some extent artificial intelligence. We still expect humans to be managing money going forward, (laughs) but we do expect AI to stop being a a driver in in terms of investment. So better information, quicker so to speak as well and Perhaps one would add a little more vibrant, if you want to call it that. Oh, very much so. And essentially, the ones who can better analyze data will the ones that will add better value and yeah. therefore get better investors. Yeah. yeah. And for that last one, just China, that Chinese market then attracting uh, you know, a whole lot of investors too. Yeah, two ways we see it. First of all, um, at the moment, China is a very small part of listed indices, largely because it's been inaccessible to international investors. So that's gradually changing. It's starting to come into um, equity indices from last year. Two more providers will add this year. It's also going into bonds. So that starts making it more investable, although it still comes with quite a lot of health warnings. Mm. Uh, The Chinese tend to do a lot of voluntary suspensions. So you'll go into the stock exchange and find a lot of the shares just aren't trading because they've been suspended. So it'll be key that investors make decisions about whether they're going to start allocating to China as a separate asset allocation. It is going. It is already the second biggest uh, economy in the world, and it's certainly going to be growing in the listed space. But then from the other side as well, in terms of asset management, we see it becoming the second largest asset management industry in the world, mm. which means that your big international asset managers, if they want to remain some of the largest in the world, if they don't have a China strategy, they are going to be falling behind. So most of your big asset managers are starting to do joint ventures, setting up some sort of subsidiaries in China. And again, with health warnings, this isn't the easiest environment to move into, but it is seen as critical if they want to remain relevant into the future. Yeah, despite the falling growth in that market, it still offers quite a whole host of promise. Overall, the the general picture, in order to reap the rewards, you kind of have to be in the market, though, don't you? That's right. But obviously, go in and actually understand the market. Don't think you can go in and apply sort of Western ways of managing money, interacting with investors. It's got to be different, but it is critical to success into the future. Janine Slowski, thank you so much for your time this morning. Really, really appreciate it. Hopefully, something to look out for. Those are the six major trends shaping future investment decisions. Janine Slowski is Principal Investment Consultant at Alexander Forbes. Greg Davies.